And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. This week's guest is Hope Dobson. Now here's Ramona. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio. Today I'm honored to be able to introduce to you um, a sister in Christ. She's an author and her name is Hope Dodson. She's from Alabama. Hope has a book out right now called The Journey of Life. And she's really excited about a new book called The Power of God. Both of them, um, the titles just stand out to me. And so I'm really excited to be able to introduce to you Hope Dodson. Sister, how are you? I am very good. So, Hope, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about your testimony so our audience will know who you are. Yes, ma'am. I am Hope Dawson. I live in Alabama. I, when I was born, I died every time. The doctor said I wouldn't live, walk, talk, or think. And 25 years later, I am a author, I am a minister, I, uh, I preach the gospel wherever I go. And I, um, in my book, The Journey of Life, I talk about my testimony. Me and God brought me through the um door and the retirement house. I nineteen minutes. Wow. Without below an altar to my brain. Wow. And they fed me to live. But God, you know, I always say this. There's no words on how to explain the awesomeness of our God. How to explain the greatness of the Almighty. And so, and I tell you so, Amen. the daughter my mother, but I had a disability called Several policy. And, and I like to say it like this. I'm a happy that doesn't have me. Amen. You know, Hope, I um, I just retired as being a, a special needs teacher. And so I've had students, young adults that had um, cerebral palsy. So I understand it very well. Yes, ma'am. And so you're 25 years old. Um, do you remember when you were introduced to Jesus? I'm introduced at the age of 10. Okay. Uh, I was in a church of God. I was raised up in a castle. My dad been missing for over four years. And so I I would go 
Jojo Rebohemian, but it, on this Sunday, it was the Sunday before Christmas when I was 10 years old. And the young lady, I mean, if I knew Jesus, I'm a little shaver. I said no. I, I heard of him because no, my my dad preached right. so many times about him, but I never had a relationship until the young lady uh, led me into the center pool. Oh, yes. And then there's an amazing thing about God. That Easter, they get a um, play of how Christ had died on the cross. And when I seen what he had meant to, all night that night, I had cried and cried and cried. And repented and repented. And, and I tell you, God took my heart on that day of that play. He let me know just how much he really loved me. Amen. And, you know, we're getting close. I know this show will air in May, and we're we're recording right now, the 1st of April. And, and you know, we're getting re ready for that you know, Easter week and the Holy Week and just knowing, um, I don't think people really understand the magnitude of what Christ went through that week leading to the death on the cross. I don't think people know it. They really don't. They yeah. really don't. Um, I just finished a class. I, I am in Bible college. I just finished a class in financial what he went through oh. the weekend, that 24 hours uh, leading up to the crucifixion. And it, it is mind blowing on what Christ had went through within that 24 hours leading up to his death. Just the pain, the anguish, the, you know, even, um, yeah. the, even at the moment of the absence of his father when he cried out, Father, why have you forsaken me? I mean, there's so much that mm -hmm. happened, you know, and I'm wondering, um, I wish everybody could take the opportunity to watch. Um, there's several really good movies. I know The Passion of Christ. There's also the one Risen um, that yeah. that will kind of walk you through who Christ is. He wasn't just a man that was a martyr that died on a cross. He was our Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Savior that came for us who needed yes. a savior. And, and, and I just wish, 
I don't know. I just that that's our prayer, right? Hope is that we could we could um, introduce people to who He is and and introduce people to the love He has for us because Amen. He loves us in such a wonderful, um, just an unimaginable way. M- loves you more than your parents could love you. Loves you more than your children could love you. Your grandchildren could love you. Your loved one could love you. Or maybe you don't have any of those and you've never had that kind of love. He loves and you enough to fill that gap. Yes, he does. And you know, many people don't realize the love that he has. In John 15, it said, what got your love than a man that laid down his life for his foot? See, Christ didn't call us his slave. He called a friend. And why did he call a friend? And because he tell what his father said. Mm-hmm. When you are saying, the master don't tell you everything. Right. When you are friend, then a friend will tell you everything. And see, Christ had told us Everything that his father was saying. Mm-hmm. And so he caught a foot. And yet he laid down his life for us. Mm-hmm. What is a greater love than that? Yeah, what is a greater love than that? Go ahead. I was just going to say, what is a greater love than that? I mean, I, I you know, it, it's it's hard to even, um, I guess it's really hard to even imagine unless you know him, unless you, and the only way you're going to know him is if you, you know, you want to meet him and you pick up your Bible and you ask him to show you his ways and, and, and then the words just pop up at you and you're like, wow, how did you know I needed to read that? Or, you know, like your story, Hope, I mean, you died three times. You weren't even supposed to be alive. And yet he said, you know, um, no, you're going to live and you're going to have a testimony, you know, and he allowed you to come through life. And now you're that witness. I mean, you're living your life for Christ. You know, sometimes I would go into my classroom and I always prayed before I went in my classroom. I anointed the door and then I would go to each student's desk. I would sit in it and then I would pray for them. I would pray for kids that had seizures. I would pray for kids that had um, issues, you know, with different things that they might have with their disabilities. And then I would start my day. Um my staff knew, you know, the helpers in my class knew that I was a Christian. They knew that, um, and, and, and all of them did accept the Lord before I'd left school, before I retired. But, you know, that classroom was a classroom of love. I was there for a reason. A lot of teachers would say, I don't know how you do what you do. I can't imagine being in a classroom with students that can't learn. And I said, you're so far off the the idea that they can't learn because my kids are so talented. 
My kids can learn things that your students can't learn. And the thing about our students is that, you know, they, they knew how to love. They knew how to reach out for things that you would look at them and said, my God, how did they do that? Some of my kids didn't talk. They used communication devices. How did they know how to do that? Yeah. And, and you see, one thing that is my mom is a teacher of And so one thing about being different, I actually wrote a book, a trial book on the. But one thing is, it's amazing to be different. Oh, yes. Because it gives you a different view on life. Mm-hmm. You see, mine can say, um, the people I have, and they're not so good. But when you see what you can do, and even though you can't do something, you, you're happy with the things that you can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you think about this, listeners, you're thinking, how did she write a book? How did she, how did Hope write a book? And here you are sitting there thinking, wow, I wish I could write a book. And maybe you're very talented and maybe you're very educated and you're listening to Hope. She wrote a book, not only one, but we've got another one coming out. You know, I get asked that question quite a bit. And I would love to answer that because I, I believe that when I began to write the first book, it wasn't my intention to be an author. Yeah, mine either. God's intention, Hope. <laughs> you see, this is how it all begins on my author journey is I went through three years of having nine seizures a day. Oh, wow. The doctor said, we can't find nothing wrong with her. I pray and I shout God and and I, I gosh, the Lord, give me answer to what is going on. And he started to remind me of what he brought me through. And one thing is, as I begin to write it down, I begin to see what God had truly done in my life. And one day I had my pastor come up to me and tell me that the things that I was going through were not physical, but they were physical. Wow. And one day I was in worship, and I remember the day 
I could live as a Hallelujah to that, huh, Hope? Yes, ma'am. And that is how the journey of authorship has begun. And when I started to write, I fell in love and writing and, and telling stories of what God had done for me through writing. You know, I was listening this morning to um, a prayer channel on my TV when I woke up. And one of the prayers that was, one of the scriptures that came up was Romans 8.28, right? That all things will work together for those who love him, right? And those that that go after him. Um, And I always think of that when I go through something, you know, that no matter what, Lord, because I love you, all things are going to work together for the good. All things, no yes. matter what we're going through, no matter if you've, you know, you could have whatever way that you're different, like Hope said, no matter what is going on in your life, maybe you've just recently lost your spouse or a child or, you know, you all of a sudden you're single and you didn't ever want to be single. You're hurt by divorce and you're hurt by someone. No matter what happens, if you go towards God, if you come to him, he promises to bring all things together for the good for those who love him. And when you love someone, you don't just love them from afar. You love them very closely and deeply. You love them like when you if you look at your a loved one, a family member or your spouse or someone and you love them, you're not going to intentionally do something wrong to them. You're going to make sure that they're happy. You're going to make sure that they're fed. You're going to make sure that they're content. You're going to tell them every day that you love them. That's what Christ wants from us. Just that intimate relationship with us. Right, Hope? Yes. And I'm going to tell you something. A relationship is not the wrong way. A relationship go two ways. Yes. See, when you have a fatherly relationship, and you know, I know many people do not have a father yes. or mother. Yes. But one thing is that we all got a heavenly father. Mm-hmm. And our heavenly Father, and God the Father, through the Son, see, Jesus said, not that he come to the Father, but by me. We got the Father, but we might go through the Son. We might be washed in the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then we can have a father relationship with God. And you know something? And like a lovely father, he might give his children whatever he can give them. 
He wants to pull things if I can use that face. Yes. Yeah. God wants to pull us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if we do something that we are not supposed to, then he chastises us. And that's the same way with a father figure on earth. Right. There's the discipline part that has to be done. You know, a lot of times I would tell my youth, I used, um, when I lived in Hollister, went into the juvenile halls and, you know, the question of why they're there. And I would let them know, well, you're here because now I get to speak to you about God. God had a reason for you to come here. And yes, you did something wrong. And yes, you're going to have to pay a consequence. But with the love of Christ, with Christ, accepting Christ, he's going to help you get through it. And then he promises that he will renew you to a place that you were before you got into the trouble that you got into. He's going to restore you into the youth that you were supposed to be before your life started to lead this way. And the same thing goes with adults. You might have made a lot of mistakes. You might think that God is so far from you right now. But he just wants you to know how much he loves you. And all he needs you to do is say, Lord, I'm sorry. And he promises, yes, you might have to pay a little bit. It might hurt a little bit when you come to him and acknowledge that you made a mistake or you have to go to someone and say, I did this wrong. But what he does is then he works with you and and comforts you and restores you to the place that you were before so that you could be that man or woman that goes out and and talks about the goodness of God the way hope is. Yes. It's beautiful. You know, it is. It is. It's beautiful when you think about, you know, I, I, every day I think about what he brought me out of and, and I thank him because I should not be alive. Yes. But he knew that he needed me to do this. He knew that he wanted me to talk to you today, Hope. He knew that, mm-hmm. you know, he needed me to do what I'm doing today. And all I want to do is just share the love of Christ. That's all I want to do. One way yes. or another. And some days, yes, it's hard. We're human. Some days it's hard. But that doesn't mean he doesn't love me any less. I mean. Right. Um, Hope, we're getting close to the end and I've so enjoyed our conversation. But, you know, I want to let you um, can you tell our audience how they can find you and how they can get your books? You can find me on Facebook at Hope Dawson. I also have a page called um, Also Jacqueline Hope Dawson. Okay, and that's Dodson, D-O-D-S-O-N, for the audience to know. Yes. Okay, and your books are on Amazon, and when does your new book come out? April the 9th. Wonderful. my new book come out. Awesome. So we're going to be looking for the power of God to come out, and I can't wait to see that and hear, uh, be able to read that, Hope. Would you do me a favor and would you, um, if you have any last words to say, and we've got about um, three minutes left, I'd like you to be able to pray over the audience. Yes, ma'am. I want to say something. Okay. 
to the young people. Let me tell you young people something. Don't, and, and I write them a new book about how I was being bullied in my whole life. Don't let someone bully you to the point that you want to give up. Yes. Because Christ loves you so much that he gave his life for you. Amen. For you. Amen. Thank you, Hope. Those are very good words of encouragement. Thank you so much because that's a very important topic for our youth. And even adults, sometimes adults get bullied, right? Yes. Yep. Yep, they do. Thank you so much. Can you pray for us? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I just come before you, Lord. Lord, thank you for the interview. Thank you for you being you, Lord. For you love us so much that you die on that cross. Lord, I encourage every listener that they will feel your love and that they will feel your care around them. Lord, I pray for the youth today, Lord. Lord, I pray that you will put a head of protection around the youth. That they will come to know you, but that they will also walk in the calling yes, that you will have them to walk in. Lord, I just thank you for what you are doing yes, in three days in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and Heavenly Father, I just ask a special blessing over my sister Hope. Father, I thank you that she took the time to share her story, Father God. I pray for everybody, Father. I join her in her prayer for the youth, Father God, for anyone, Father, that feels lonely and without, Father. I just pray, Father God, that Hope's testimony, that Hope's testimony will be um, heart-piercing, Father, that it will set them free or, or make them ask questions, Father, about you, Father, so that they can run to you and meet you, Father God. I just pray that it stirs in their hearts, Father. I pray a blessing over her family, Father, a blessing over her ministry, Father. I pray a blessings over her education path, Father, and her classes that she's taken at Bible College, Father. I thank you for her drive. I thank you for her passion. Father, I thank you for her heart, and I thank you for saving her life so that we could hear her testimony father and i pray all that in jesus name thank you so much sister hope thank you for listening to this edition of blossoms of my life radio this program is listener supported blossoms of my life radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization to contact ramona regarding donations sharing your god story or requests about her book you can write to ramona Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's I am dauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at blossomsofmylife.org. That's Ramona at blossomsofmylife.org. 
This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.